Naked ABCs, where we discuss every song from 7 to Y. I don't care how quiet that song is or how loud it is, we will cover it. And speaking of loud songs, that's what we'll be covering this week. But first, I want to introduce our guests. Joining me as my co-hosts are Stefan and Jeff. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. You're very welcome, Tracy. Woo! Was that loud? Was that loud enough for you? We like it loud. Love it loud. That was very loud, Jeff. That was very loud. That, that was very loud. Yeah. But I love it loud. <laughs> I was going for loud. Are we still guests? I feel like we're not guests anymore. I feel like we're staples. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're co-host. That's why I fixed my words. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Take two. <laughs> Tonight's song, that if you have not heard it before, is <laughs> I Love It Loud. Now, this is not a normal BNL recording, so you probably haven't heard this before. So here is a quick snippet. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Turn it up. I want to be president. Whiplash, gravity man lacks a dent. Rock on, I wanna be president. Better believe it, cause I love it loud. Wanna hear it loud, right between the eyes. Loud, wanna hear it loud. Don't want no compromise, like animalized. Gentlemen, so this is a very rare recording. Um, it it's not something that you can even get on disc. You can only get it digitally. It is on the one and only album that was released digitally only, which is the Hello City Live from Toronto album, which is a live recording of their 1991 concert at the Horseshoe in Toronto. It's a very, very oh, early okay. song, um, and it's not even a BNL song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is them covering, and, and and I use that word very lightly, um, a, a kiss song. Um, Rush. <laughs> no, not no. Rush. I was hope I was hoping for Rush. They really yeah they they were teasing. So they, they I, no I was idea. like yes Rush. <laughs> no, because they were talking about Rush. No, so what we Rush. get at the beginning of this song is we get them bantering, which is a great thing to hear them do. They're, they're talking to the audience. It's the beginning of set two, so they're coming back out after their break, and which is what bands do when they're playing in a local live club and, and they need a break in between. Something they did early on, obviously, not in their concerts. We don't see that in their live concerts anymore. Um, that's, a, that's a pub thing. And <clears throat> so they introduce themselves again, and then they start having their banter. They they do a couple callbacks to earlier jokes that they had made in, in set one and continue to talk about Rush and Kiss and show what big music geeks they are because when they're traveling, what they like to do is challenge each other on what albums they can remember and which and, and in the correct order of release. I would fail at that. <laughs> 
That's okay, because BNL fails at a couple other things in this song, so. All I know of is Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear that they fail. They're like, yeah, we got all the Kiss albums. We couldn't get Rush in the right order, but we. What was that Rush album? Uh, <laughs> the one with the red cover? <laughs> with the balls? <laughs> the audience members have to tell them who it is, what what right, album yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, audience participation makes them uh, more involved in the concert. Yeah, no, it does, and, and it, that's one. Of the... That's typical BNL, though. Yeah, yeah, that's they like they like to engage the audience, which is always cool. Oh yeah, um, and then so then Tyler, for whatever reason, does what BNL does. They just randomly start into a song on Kiss because they mentioned Kiss, and so Tyler's like, "All right," and he starts wailing on the drums. Yeah, let's be clear about this. What Tyler does is just full on epic beat those drums. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Just, and, and it is glorious. It is so good. <laughs> and then Ed is just like, he's not even full out trying. He's just like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Steven's like, no, we're going into this. We're doing it. No, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, Jim jumps in and then it's like, all right, yeah, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. Yep. Taylor could be a professional drummer. But this is what they love to do in their live concerts is they they work so collaboratively if one person takes off, they do the yes but part of comedy really well and right. they're like I'm going to take whatever you're throwing at me and build on top of this. Yeah, they're going to try and one up each other, which is cool. And I and I like this for that. I mean, I like this for the fact that they were clearly just tossing around some albums, some um was it planned? I don't know. It, oh, it no. feels it feels it feels very improv. And <laughs> I would think that if they um, meant to do this, one, they probably all would have broken into it real quickly. And true. And two, I think the other thing is Ed would have known the lyrics. <laughs> so that's that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> because yeah, Ed Ed destroys the lyrics on this yeah. song. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Which is not something he's known for. Normally, if he's going to sing something, right. he's going to get it like... Pinned. He's going to know it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like how they, they really enjoy living life to its fullest, and they like having fun. I really do. I mean, that's what makes them great. I mean, you can hear it in their music. Absolutely, they love they love it. And um, for any of those listeners out there that haven't been to a B&L concert, um, they're worth going to, because... They just, they enjoy what they do, and they enjoy music, and they enjoy life to its fullest. And that's, uh, it really shines through with whatever they do. Let's let's talk a little bit about this musically, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> because we have drums, and we have bass, and I think that's it. I don't think I think I think that's all we get, right? Yeah, I don't think Andy or Jim, I mean, Andy or Ed or... Steve had anything that they were going to contribute to this song. They were like, "Yeah, we don't, we know the words." <laughs> they were just laying down some sweet, sweet vocals. Yeah, sweet vocals. <laughs> oh my god. Which is another thing. Like, I think if it hadn't been impromptu, they probably would have learned the the you know the the guitar parts, and and Andy would have thrown some things in as well. And right, I think there was just totally like Tyler was like, "Kiss, I I know Kiss." All right, <laughs> <laughs> he just gets into it. <laughs> it's awesome that he knows. I think Tyler song. was the only one who knew Kiss, actually. But uh... <laughs> I've always yeah. admired performers and um, musicians that are able to just be like, "Oh, I know, you know, I know that song," and they just bring it right up, and they're able to play it. It's just nuts, <clears throat> right? I think everyone knows at least one Kiss song. 
Maybe not this one, but <laughs> they <laughs> usually knew of it. someone to, Yeah, they do. <laughs> I accidentally walked. If you if you took a sample size of twenty people and said, "What Kiss song do you know?" They're gonna say "Rock and Roll All Night" in most yeah. cases, but or maybe Beth, or maybe okay. Beth. Well, I, so this is a one of the things I wanted to bring up tonight, though. So for Kiss songs, this is a staple of this, even. Even though this was a single that didn't do well, it only hit 102 on the pop charts. 102. <laughs> it was, so it didn't even it didn't even break the top 100. It sounds like it had the fever. Was one they played in every single concert from that point on. Like it, it was a a well loved song. Right. 102. And it's funny because it was with a, it was written by a man that was only with the band for two years. So this song was written by Vinnie Vincent and Gene Simmons. Right, yeah. Um, it's actually the song that brought Vinnie Vincent into the band because uh, he was he was writing songs at the time and he knew Adam Mitchell <laughs> and Adam Mitchell had some connections to the band and so he's like, hey, can you introduce me to Gene Simmons? Like that would be really cool. And after talking, Gene Simmons and and Vinnie Vincent sat down and wrote this song along with Killer. And that was the start of him being in Kiss and, and kind of filling in for the person that left, which was Ace Freely. Right. Yeah. That is the most Kiss research I've ever heard you do, by the way. <laughs> it's the most I've ever done. <laughs> Pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so it's it's a staple of theirs. Uh, it's from 1982 off the Creatures album. That's about all I know about this song, though. Like, I like Kiss a little bit. Obviously not yeah. like B&L does. So Ed's singing the lead on this, sort of. Um, Steve <laughs> sort is of. doing the backup harmonies, sort of. Sort of. I think one of the important things to point out is I don't feel they're really truly singing. <laughs> no, I think... <sighs> I think it was, it was, it feels very ad lib. I mean, they just kind of jumped into it and uh, typical BNL fun style. They were just going along with it to the best they could. And, you know, for that, I love it because uh, we've talked about this before. I mean, when you see BNL live, um, they have so much fun on stage. Just the ad libbing and, and breaking into, um, you know, acapella things and and uh and all that and and so they just kind of roll with it and it's a lot of fun in that case yes you know but they're sort um, of yelling the lyrics they're not really even they are singing. they are yelling yeah yeah right yeah like this is a song i totally think that ed could cover and hit but i don't think he knows it really so what well. i'm sure he i'm sure he had if they continued this on in their live shows um you know i don't doubt that as they continue doing it, I'm sure the lyrics got better and the singing got better. You know, uh, the vocals. And I, I'm I'm sure it became a true legit cover eventually. <laughs> I don't know because I've never heard it in any of the concerts I've been to, and I think that like they would do this randomly. They'll just randomly pull up songs that as they're talking as part of their ad lib, and then just burst into it. Uh, I think that's what this ended up becoming. Oh. Like, oh, that was a one night kind of thing, but they right. happened to record that night, and so it became a a live album in 2015. <laughs> now, why they released it in 2015, which was I want to say 24 years after it was recorded, 
and it's only re- released digitally, so I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know why they decided to go about doing that. Um, I like the fact that we get little snippets like this and and some other stuff that we'll be coming back to, like Joseph Brown in a few months. Um, you know, things that we normally wouldn't get. Um, and and this has its merits, other than the fact they're not truly singing and they're not really truly playing. It does have its merits, like the drums. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. was good. I mean he cracked into it with confidence there. He knew he knew that song. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When those drums kicked in, it was still it was a ru- it was a rush. It was a fun ride. Um and that was true. <laughs> no, it was kiss. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, true. Yeah, it wasn't rush. It was kiss. I would I mean, have they have they covered Rush though in their in their live shows? I mean they had to well. Have. With it's a I mean, thing. on Gordon alone, when they're covering Gordon, they automatically do. Well, yeah, but I mean, just you know, in general, on the live shows, have they have they done Rush covers or? No, they don't. They don't tend to um, do a lot of covers in their concerts, except for when they do their me- me- medleys. Um, I was going to say melodies. I'm like, nope, that's not right. Um, <laughs> when they do their medleys, right. they they will do that and it's kind of like their dance breakdown in the middle of the show and Tyler will come out from behind the drums and you know um they covered Led Zeppelin which we'll get to in a yeah. while um covered Psycho Killer from the Talking Heads right and that was really early on like they did the early yeah, right. early that on was... they did it and then they do it as part of their live shows but that's about it they they don't cover bands on their albums right because they have their own albums. No, sample, sample, but... They don't have yeah. to cover songs. They can cover their yeah, own songs. Right. But that's that's you one know, that they have up on the... Um, for example, the Beatles. Like, very, very few times can you say, oh, this band has one up on the... The Beatles did a lot of covers early on. That's true. Right. <clears throat> so, fun fact about this, though, because I was going to make a joke that it would, you know, B&L covering Rush would be a Canadian band, a great Canadian band covering... I think, and I know people disagree with me on this one, and let me know in the comments if you disagree, but I think Rush is a great band. I know I get heat, hate, a lot of heat for that. Um, in fact, I was actually in the store once when Rush was putting out a new album, and one aisle over, and I could hear the people talking, and they're like, oh, man, Rush sucks. Oh, put it up. And I had to walk up, and I picked up the album right in front of them. I could just <laughs> – I love their sweet, sweet silence because I do love Rush. So – um, Rush is an amazing band. Great Canadian band. I I think they're amazing, but I know they have a lot of hate out there. Um, they're they're polarizing, and that's fine. I mean, Neil Peart's one of the greatest drummers of all time. But yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, you know that, that'd be cool. You know. And Kenny Lee was the perfect person to give them the award at the at the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But what I thought was funny about this is this was not a canadian band covering a canadian band because they went and did kiss but this song i love it loud was covered by another famous canadian do you guys know who it was oh no i had it and it's gone ah there was a reggae version of this song covered by a very famous canadian snow it was covered by snow yeah (laughs) it was called loud yeah yeah snow actually covered this wow cool that might have been one of his... I'll his... have to put a clip of that in right here. Oh, 
songs yeah you'll have to you'll have to stick that in if you can find it <laughs> oh i'll find it oh I'll man it i'm totally off track here but i felt i felt horrible for snow for a while because um they actually do have a, a reggae chart in canada and if you know we get a canadian back on here again um you correct me if i'm wrong but they have a reggae chart in, in canada uh for many years running snow never ended up on the canadian reggae charts I don't want to steal Joe because this is a, I, I watched a lot of Todd in the Shadows. He's one of my favorite YouTube reviewers, but his exact line was, "There was better Canadian reggae out there than Snow." <laughs> <laughs> and that we got Snow. <laughs> no, we got Snow. We got Snow. <laughs> they decided to send that to us. <laughs> they they gave us Snow, and there was better Canadian reggae. He actually did win. Apparently, um, he actually charted number one in Jamaica. Eventually, though, it was a. It was a remix of, of uh, Informer. Hmm. Well, ne- next week when way we too have much snow. next week when we have Eric back on, you'll have to ask him. Yeah, like I need to ask. Yeah, how much how much snow do they do they really play there? <laughs> how much? I need to know everything about the Canadian reggae. <laughs> I need to know everything about Canadian snow. It's uh, white. Yeah, I'm on the wrong podcast, aren't I? This was supposed to be the snow podcast. That's right. Tonight. That's right. Um, there aren't enough snow podcasts out there. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about this song. <laughs> that's I, why I'm, I'm letting us kind of ramble because this is... Dude, that's why I'm feeling. I know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> this is our house level of this, this month right now. <laughs> I mean, I can put pretty much the whole clip of, of the song in here without having to worry about copyright at this point. Because uh, they yeah. really don't go on very long. And none of the lyrics are in the correct order. <laughs> but they're having fun. No, the track you sent was a minute of, of talking and then 45 yeah. seconds of song. I think the biggest thing it brings is... I think it's great. It's a five. Listening to it by itself, it is it is not great. But you, if you listen to it within the context of the whole album and in the context of the concert then it makes sense and it fits in and it would it would seem empty without it being there because this is part of their live show right and that's why i wanted to include this even though it's not really a great cover and it's not really truly them trying to cover this is what they do they just break out into song and not always knowing the lyrics but because one of them starts it off and they're like all right yeah i can i can do that yeah all right (laughs) These are the ones that always make me feel kind of crappy when we have to get to the rankings, though. Um, and we've had this before, you know, with House of Level and um, with Tyler um, on, uh, was it Holly Jolly? Yes. That made me feel bad because, obviously, <laughs> when, when we talk about these, I want to be able to compare them in context with everything else. I can't do that. But right. is it great to hear BNL have fun and tear into a Kiss song? Yes, absolutely. It's great to hear that. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun, um, you know, in, in comparison to an album track. No, <laughs> but <laughs> would I listen to it every day? These are, I, I, yeah, right. Would it be on my playlist? Probably not. 
<laughs> I would you stick these in here, Tracy? I feel like I feel like a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> And I, I really struggled with whether or not when this came, this CD came out, should I throw this in there? Should I leave it out? And the only reason I decided it should be in there is because it is such a staple of BNL shows, and it really yeah, is. I get it. I'm going to be cutting the other ones that are like this out, but I wanted this one in there just because this is what they do, and it's a perfect example of them doing this. And and I think that. People need to know what, like, I love BNL shows, especially when Steve was still part of the band. Love the albums, love the live shows even more. Right. And these are the reasons I love the live show. Yeah, don't get me wrong. When I'm listening to um, their live albums or um, even Gordon, I, I still let it play to the end. I still like that uh, um, at the end of Crazy. Uh, the first, well, no, the first live album when they, uh, oh. Going, go into the uh, um, Owen. the Brian the Brian Street Theater, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Uncle Owen, and, and at the end of Gordon, when they have that little grade nine thing, I still play it because I like to hear BNL having fun. So yeah, I mean, stuff like this is great. I've only seen BNL live. I know this is blasphemous. I've only seen them live one time, and that was during um, that was during Peep Show, which is like which one of the I, few that I never went to. Which I thought was a great one to see him at because it was such a. Uh, I saw them in uh, Upper Derby at the Tower Theater, and it was you know that whole Q and A feel, and you know they they came out to do the acapella set, and one week was in the acapella set. Oh. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank God for that because you know of all the BNL songs we've heard one week over and over and over done like the album so to hear them do stuff like that was fun they did break into some improv stuff they took questions from the audience um <laughs> and improv and it was great and that's one of the reasons why bnl fans love bnl as um yeah we love their music but we love to hear what they do in their lives yeah and the banter between steve and ev is has always yeah. just been wonderful Mm-hmm. And you get that a little bit in the songs, but the in-between songs in a live show, it's there. And, it, and it's funny because it leads up to whatever that next song is almost perfectly every yeah. time. Yeah. And you, they're so brilliant because you never quite know where's the improv and where is this planned out. Like, I'm still not 100% convinced um, uh, for Too Little Too Late when they clearly made a mistake. And I've talked about this before. There was clearly a lyrical mistake in that song. The banter at the end of it was so clever and so creative. I almost was like, did they make the mistake on purpose just for that banter? <laughs> it was. <laughs> They're smart enough to. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Absolutely. They're quite smart. And uh, you can hear it in their lyrics that they're no dummies, that's for sure. So who knows? Who no, knows? Maybe right. they, uh, they do that to create a stimulus to talk about. All right, one of us is going to mess up the lyrics tonight, and here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Ed, you're the fall guy tonight. Yeah, yeah. Ed. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. <laughs> and they all followed you. Clearly, we know who the alpha dog is. <laughs> so do Tyler, you guys have you anything think? more to add about this song? I have everything to add about this song. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Good, because there's nothing else I got. My my notes are short. (laughs) It's it's not my favorite Kiss song, so that that in itself is you know um, 
I don't, I don't know if I'd say I'm a huge Kiss fan. I kind of grew up listening to them, and, and I had a lot of family and friends that were big Kiss fans. But like I said, I would have preferred they tore in a rush, honestly. <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> well, let's go over to don't ratings you? then, because I think we're going to get a lot of controversial. People called us out on our last couple when it came to these kind of songs. Uh-oh. Um, but that's, that's all right. People are allowed to disagree. Matter of fact, if you disagree with our rankings, please go ahead, send us an email at barenakedabcs at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from them. You know, everyone's been respectful, which is great. It's wonderful. Uh, you, you, you must so We be... have gotten some disagreement on these. Oh yeah. Here? Really? Yep. I, I, we've had a couple people being like, Hey, I would have ranked Talk that up at that. like a 3.5. Cause that was I love that. I'll listen to that every single time. Um, and they oh. were talking about about uh, Holly Jolly. We were stirred up. Awesome. Wow, really? Yeah. And and how's the level? So they they don't necessarily oh, agree with our 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 thought that like below a one if it's not a real song. Uh-huh. But we need to bring these we need to bring these people on the show to defend these songs. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think my my number's not going to look really great tonight. I, I'm going to no, mine's not mine's not either. So get ready for the hate people. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I so what? Why don't we do some ratings here? Why, yeah. why don't we hand it over to you, Jeff? What are we ranking this on tonight? Well, this was written by Gene Simmons, so we're going to rank it in tongues because we all know Gene's known for the tongue. (laughs) So we're going to rank it in a zero to five tongues. Um, I have not started in a while, so I will start um, because I will bring the hate tonight. So um, it's fun, Uh, and I love it when B&L does um, this kind of thing, when they they clearly are having fun uh, on stage, Um, when Tyler – tears into the drums it's fantastic and i love it and i'm like yeah you know but for me beyond that that's what it is it's not a song <laughs> it's not uh it's not brian wilson it's not uh you know um would i put this on my playlist no um i wouldn't uh you know if it came on after something i'd probably listen to it and be like yeah that's cool <sighs> I've said before that I, and I know, um, I know I've gotten some disagreements on this. I've said before, if it's not a real song, I would not go above the one. Um, and that's how I looked at Holly Jolly and House Level. This is a song. It's a cover. Ish. Um, <laughs> ish. There's no guitar. Of. The lyrics are messed up. <laughs> I'm going to. I feel like I can kind of give it the one ranking there. I feel like it's right at that point. So. Um, I'm gonna give this one a straight one. This is a one for me. All it's right. it's right there where it's like, yeah, it's a song. It it, it goes above house level, it goes above Holly Jolly in a way. Um, but there's, I mean, beyond that, it's I'm not a Kiss fan. It's not. I mean, it's not a, not a. It's I'm over defending this one because I I can feel the hate mail. I can feel the audience right now. I can I can feel the hate mail like coming in for me. Yeah, so I got to go with a one on this one. If you disagree with, I'm the one that reads all the hate mail. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry for that. If you disagree with me, please let me know why you disagree. Um, but we're gonna go to Stefan, who's gonna make me look bad. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because you know I was going to. Um reveal your home address on 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 the air here so that all the haters can 
knock on your door personally and let you know. They have been, though. <laughs> but uh, ever since Holy Jolie, I've had nothing but a long line of angry BNO fans outside my house. It's insane. I can't even walk outside anymore. Paper. It's horrible. You would, is it at least six feet distancing? Are they at least do the social distancing? <laughs> no, they're no, they're doing. They're, they got their mask on. They're six feet distancing. Oh, okay. They're like really really rabid uh tyler fans out there they're like no man <laughs> that is tyler's epic christmas song because that like triples the, the distance yeah right so yeah no they're very responsible they're responsible haters <laughs> that's good that's very good yeah speaking of responsible haters how are you doing stefan <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, I'm doing well i'm ready to rank this sucker <laughs> so i'm gonna without further ado i'm gonna get right into it and um, uh, for me, the drums saved it. Uh, it's like as soon as the drums cut in, I'm like, yeah, that's sick. I have no idea what song it is, but yeah, that's sick. I'm like, is that Rush? I have no idea. Yeah, that's sick. So I enjoyed that. Um, so, <laughs> so was it, so was it, it was sick, man? Like COVID sick. It was <laughs> awesome. Six feet distance sick. This is awesome. So, um. I'm not going to put you to shame, Jeff. Uh, so I'm going to rank it a 1.5 tongues, um, simply because it wasn't really a song. They didn't really know what the heck they were doing. It seemed like they didn't even know what song they were starting to sing. And um, it seems like uh, uh, the drummer was the only one that really was on board with it, because he's like, yeah, I'm just going to rock. <laughs> So <laughs> Jim is out there in the background, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep up with you. you. Know, yeah, exactly. So uh, the 1.5 is, is just for him. So, well, not saying that he's worth 1.5. He's worth a lot more than that, but I'm just saying, all right, I just dug myself <laughs> into a hole. So, um, yeah. He, well, he's one fifth of B&L. So like, yeah. oh, yeah. Hey, hey, that makes sense. One fifth. Yeah. Makes sense. There you go. So it's worth oh. it. One one fourth now, but well, yeah. <laughs> one I mean, sixth being... if you want to do history, dude. Let it go. Steven's gone, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Andy and Steven will always be BNL to me. Well, they're on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Agreed. I totally agree. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> Steven and Andy were. <laughs> We'll get back to them. We'll go, we'll come back. I know you're. I know. I know you're new to the podcast, Stefan. But uh, so Stephen Page and Andy Cregan were previous members of BNL. They were lovers. Yeah. Is that no. what you're saying? No. A Andy oh, is Jim's brother. I can hear the scissors snipping right now. <laughs> Cut. Oh, I'm leaving that in. That's. <laughs> I gotta give Stefan a chance to dig his hole. Oh. Right. <laughs> you don't even have to give me a chance. Uh -oh. I, I just, I dig one anyway. I just dig one. It's just, uh, right. Just the way it is. How would you rate this song on um, zero to five tongues? Uh, Tracy. Yes. So to me, it's not a real song. Um, it's them doing, what? they don't, they don't sing the lyrics. They don't know the lyrics. They don't really know the guitar riffs. Um, they're not really, trying to cover this song if it were a true cover and and bnl we we will have a couple bnl covers that are true covers and they really are trying psycho killer when doves cry wishing well like we're gonna have some real true covers 
I will give those real numbers. This isn't a true cover in that they, for all the reasons I just mentioned. I don't want to keep repeating myself. Um, so for that reason, I'm not going to rank it into the true numbers. However, I do enjoy it, so it's going to get a higher number in those in that system of under one. Um, I still don't like the fact that Ed's just yelling. I really wish he was trying to sing this, so it brings it down a few notches. So I'm going to give this a .87. Holy smokes. Ooh, I'm oh, I'm the high roller here. Hmm. <laughs> I will direct the haters outside my house over to yours, Sal. Yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Guys, I don't know how long the walk is from Pennsylvania to Maine, but... Uh, <laughs> it's a long gonna, walk. I, I think I'm going to be hiking it. <laughs> Have fun. I gave, oh, I gave, the, I gave the listeners the states. Was That that wasn't too much, was it? No. PA, Maine. Oh, we're good. We're good. Really doesn't narrow it down. We're good. All they right. got a million people to go through with Maine, so I think that... <laughs> Um, so appearance for this week, since this isn't a real song, I'm going to give a not real appearance, but a still very likable appearance. Um, this week, to give away when we're recording this, um, Isaac Hunter Page released four new songs on Spotify that he did in collaboration or had help with or, or worked with, with his dad. They're actually, they're very different. So if you're listening for BNL type songs, you're not going to hear that. It's a, he he's got a different voice. He's got uh, a different style. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just different. So don't go into it expecting BNL um, or Stephen Page, which is good. He's his own person, and and even mm-hmm. so, if you're looking for it on Spotify, you're going to find it under Isaac Hunter rather than Isaac Page because I think he's trying to kind of make a, a name for himself separately. Um, although he does give his his true name of Isaac Page in one of the songs, so <laughs> it gives himself away a little bit. He name drops himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually man. a really cool song because yeah. he's talking about all these people that he wants to be like, and then he finally decides he wants to be like himself. So it's actually a pretty good song. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Um, I recommend cool. you, that people listen to it. It's it's well done. Like I said, it's different, but it's interesting. Um, Stefan, I can actually see you enjoying the music. Oh. Um, so, so. Check, so check it out. What's that supposed to mean? Well, man, uh-huh. I... Yeah, don't even bother. He means you like good music, Stefan. How can I say this? You're you're a great guy, oh, and I love you. It's never a good start. Oh, dear. But... No. <laughs> never a good bad. start to a conversation. <laughs> but you're different. <sighs> you're, you're really different. But I love you, man. I love you. What? Stefan is the most normal person I know. Well, that's because I'm different, and I can, therefore he looks different oh, to me. I feel weird being in the middle of this Zoom sandwich right now. I kind of want to slide off to the left or right. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's our song next week. I love you. Oh, I thought it was Zoom sandwich. Okay. I thought it was Zoom sandwich. <laughs> but that should be a song. That's a cool song. Zoom sandwich. Yes, because we need a Zoom Stuck in the middle of a Zoom sandwich. BNL, we still need a Z from you. We have a Q. Yeah, come we on, don't BNL. have a Z. Yeah. Do we have an we X? We have an A. Why not a Z? Ah, uh, no. We have no Xs. Guys, uh-huh. get on this. We need an X. We Xylophone. Need a Z. I love the play. Don't wait. Kevin's keyboard starts with an X. That's true, Can't but he doesn't have any... Can't... He doesn't have any. He needs, uh, to do, needs to do a song about his xenon. Yep. Xenon. 
Come on, come on, Kevin. Let's do it. Come on the show and talk about your song, Xenon. Xenon 5. Xenon 5. Zignon 5. Zignon 5. Zignon, that's what it is. Yeah. Zignon. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this. Wait, wait, wait. I do have a question, though. We had a not real song and a not real appearance, but do we have a not real trouble with Tracy? We don't. Okay. But we do have a listener email. Oh, okay. Um, So if you have an email, if you want to give us feedback, you can reach us on Facebook at Bare Naked ABCs or BNL Pod. You can also reach us at BowlingStoneTrooperEntertainment.com. What? Or you can reach us at Bare Naked ABCs at gmail.com. We got a wonderful email. I am not going to read this whole thing because it it goes on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the get to the part about yeah. me. It, it's quite long, um, very lengthy, very well put um, for one of our listeners named Jasmine. So it's yeah. good that she wrote into us. Um, I've been writing back and forth with her. Um, it's really cool. She's she's very eloquent about what she thinks. Sorry, I'm trying to cut this down. It's about four pages long. Um, wow, I want to hear it all. I feel like we owe it to Jasmine to read this whole thing. You do you want me to? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. All right, I, I will. Oh, yeah, let's do it. It was a short episode. It's a short episode. We let's have do time. It. Let's, let's, let's uh, go for it. Let's do it. Let's read Jasmine's email. I am a proud Canadian who loves bare naked ladies. There was one bare naked ABC's episode a long, long time ago where you had said that you had one listener in Alberta, Canada, in a city called Saint Albert. I think that I that might be me. I'm going to apologize for the length of this email in advance. She said that. I'm sure you have better things to do, haha. But I don't know I don't know too many people out there that have the same appreciation for the band. If nothing else, make sure you check out the link towards the end of the email for tidbits about one week, which I will put in the show notes. Thank you for sending that, Jasmine. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast and am really happy to listen to well-researched and knowledgeable people discussing a band that I love. I don't want to hear the opinion of people who have heard three radio songs and think they've got B&L all figured out. Sorry, (laughs) Stefan. He's walked away. He didn't even hear my insult. I'm still stuck in the well research, so are we sure she's listening to the right podcast? Hey. (laughs) I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm joking. Keep going. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is good. They are so much more than that. Although in the first third of the episodes, there seemed to be a bit of snark about blaming Ed when you guys didn't like something, but then giving Steven credit when it was something you did like. I'm relieved that that doesn't happen as much anymore. That was before me, Jasmine. I, they brought me on and I was total Ed defender. Oh, yeah. That was all before me. I want to share a few thoughts. Oh, okay. Not that my opinion matters. It does. And thank you. This is a wonderful letter. There's something about BNL that truly makes me happy and often nostalgic. Steve and Ed's voices together tell such wonderful stories. Sometimes it's just about how the song makes me feel. They make me smile and sometimes I tear up. And I love it. Other times it's the beautiful lyrics and it's always about the beautiful harmonies. I love the way they use complicated words and symbolism to portray feelings and tell stories and I love their lyrics sometimes split in the middle of a sentence and find a way to rhyme. There really is nothing simple about the way they wrote their songs. 
on Gordon especially, but on other albums too. I love how immature and extraordinarily mature they felt at the same time. And I would say that anytime there is a piano mixed into a song or the mandolin, I adore those moments. <clears throat> Sometimes I feel stressed that you guys might not like one of the songs that I absolutely love. I find that it makes me more happy when I hear that Aaron likes or enjoys a song because he's a more impartial listener. And if he really likes it, then it's something <laughs> weird, some weird validation. I would consider my opinion to be fairly skewed in the positive direction. And I think yours often is as well. So there is a sense of pride when he agrees with us. I was disappointed when Aaron wasn't on the Falling for the First Time episode. Me too. Oh, yeah, me too. You all ranked it very high. Yes, we did. We did, yeah. But then Aaron added his score in three months later, and he gave it a 3.75. This crushed me a little, as I think if he had been part of the discussion, he would have realized how truly great the song is. Some of my favorite lyrics come from that song. We we have since severely punished him for that, Jasmine, by the way. Yes. Just so you know. That, that's why yeah, he's not here this week. There was severe beatings, right? Yeah, he's actually in timeout yeah. because of that. He's not allowed to make those kind of statements anymore. How can you not rate that song high? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you. I was a little disappointed with the grade nine episode. That song is just be begging to be analyzed line by line. But it would have been nice to have a few people for whom the references brought back, mem back memories that they could relate to. You had several gentlemen on... In the last any months that I would have loved to hear them discuss this song. And that is why we now have Jeff and Stefan joining the show. So we have more people that can talk and break this down more. We will we will go back and do grade nine. <laughs> <laughs> we will yeah, we will cover that song. We we have we have a plan for that. We're working on it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think that you guys are a little hard on the fake news album. We have been. We'll see where it comes up yeah. in the near future with with Invisible Fence. I agree that sometimes they sound too produced, but there is something about fake nudes that makes me feel like I'm driving down the highway with beautiful rolling farm fields all around me on a, on a hot, quiet summer day with my window down as the sun is setting on the horizon. Jasmine. That is probably one of the most beautiful sentences. This 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 person needs to write for a living. This person, this person needs to write song lyrics. Jasmine, if you're not writing song lyrics, I'm saying do it now. Yes. Because that was, that was fantastic. Many of the songs make me feel warm and safe for some reason. They aren't my favorite songs overall, but I definitely enjoy them more than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you that Civil Ball is the weakest of the albums, not including the Christmas album. I definitely enjoy Grinning Streak more than Aaron. <laughs> Gordon, then Stunt, then MYSD, Bopes, Maroon, and E2E are all very high up there. Grinning Street. I'm liking where you put drive, Jasmine. I'm liking that. That's good. <laughs> Grinning Streak is my favorite post-Steven album, but admittedly, it's not the same as the early albums. I have heard you comment several times about One Week and what the heck it means. I came across this article that I thought you might really enjoy. I read a lot of B&L content, and I hadn't heard most of this before, and that's the stuff I'll be putting into the into the uh, liner notes for this week. <clears throat> Whew, okay. I have said that I have no idea what Aaron is talking about when he does his breakdown, but I love it. I look forward to hearing it every week. It's almost mesmerizing. 
This is my top 10 playlist in order if I was stuck on an island. I will never skip these, and they would all be five hydro fields out of five for me. <clears throat> and these are not the only five, she says. Just her favorite fives. Number one, some fantastic. Number two, falling for the first time. Number three, what a good boy. Number four, Enid. Number five, light up my room. Uh, number six, for you. Number seven, life in a nutshell. Eight. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Eight, alcohol. Nine, smile. Mm -hmm. Ten, go home. Oh. Eleven, get in line. All right. <laughs> she said her top ten. She's still going. Um, Twelve, yes. am I the only one? Keep, keep, it, keep it going. I'm loving this. Am I the only one? All right. Nice. And 13, All right. Moonstone. All right. <clears throat> well, I've rambled enough, and I really apologize for the length of the email. No, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Please don't. By the way, she wrote, she sent me another email afterwards that's just as long. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll read that next time. But it's a really great discussion. She has really great opinions, and I I have a extended the hand jasmine please come on at any time yes yes you have great opinions and your opinions are just as valid as anyone Thank else's writing we would love to hear you talk about one of these songs yeah jasmine we're 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 you know we're in the eyes right now so if there's a song coming up that you know isn't alphabetically coming up let us know <laughs> if there's a song you want to do <laughs> so anyways that's our email that's our postcard for the week uh so thank you very much jasmine uh that was a while back but we had a short episode so i was like i can fit this in so thank you guys for joining me on this interesting discussion of this song tonight yeah <laughs> still still talked about it still talk for an hour about it that's right and join us next week as we discuss a really deep song uh going all the way back in the catalog i love you oh i love you too off gordon <laughs> See, I said it earlier and you didn't say it back, and that really hurt. That that hurt him, Stefan. I think you need to seriously apologize because he's hurt. You need right to now. think oh, about your actions. You need you really do, Stefan. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I'm so disappointed in you tonight. <laughs> you don't get the sleep. You don't get the sleep in the trailer. No. No. I was gonna let you, but um no. No. Okay. Not now. How's Mike? <laughs> uh, Mike's great. <laughs> Mike gets to sleep in the trailer, Stefan. You don't get to sleep in the trailer. So you're saying that I'm getting promoted from the trailer? No? I'm No. Oh, I see. You know, right. you know the doghouse? No. Go behind it. <laughs> I'm always in the doghouse. Behind the doghouse, Stefan. <laughs> There's a hole behind the dog house. That's where you are. The, the dog house? What the? Re remember what you were talking oh, no. about with the, the Neosporin earlier? That's my rating. <laughs> yeah. I always knew you were. Yeah. There, there we go. My connection was unstable. <laughs> That's okay. Stefan is. <laughs> my connection is about as unstable as Stefan. Yeah. Yes. That's what I love him for, though. I'm a little bit on the edge, okay? Very. <laughs> and see again, I said it, and he didn't say it back. That really hurts. It really. St you might not get this chance again. Don't make me cry. <laughs> I love you guys. Don't boot me off this show. Ah. <laughs> I could be dead next week, and you would have never said it. I love you.
Okay. Okay. All right. We'll we'll keep you around. Okay. Well, this fall is approaching. Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe one. While we're on the subject, what do you? What does your cat's butt think about this song? Oh my god. <laughs> Big old zero. <laughs> I need to know. I had to put Neosporin on my cat's butt <laughs> today. Poor girl. Got a little infection going on there. <laughs> I got like good Jeff get his composure a lot back. Of silence. Wow. Ah. <laughs> uh. I've I've come to learn, uh, Stefan. I never know what to expect from you, but that that kind of took the cake right there. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> Neosporin. Neosporin. Neo, Neo on the yes. Cat butt infection was not something I was planning for this evening. No. no. Uh, Tracy. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the outtakes reel, uh, what would you like? What would you, 